from the land of chlamydia-ridden koalas. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Reunite with his father on their family podcast, the DCP. Finally Go found on. my papa. Papa. My papa. Hey, <laughs> going, mate? Oh, you know, just lighting it up in the podcast scene. <laughs> Anyone else want me to join their podcast? Yeah, yeah, is there any, look, if there's any podcasts out there that, uh, you know, it could do with a, I don't know, what you call, <laughs> Lawmaster is the, is the billing title, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just just hit Matt up because apparently that's that's just his thing now. Just fucking smashing him out. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna go for a record and see how many podcasts I can be full time on. If I can get a podcast a day, <laughs> one every day of the week. <laughs> every I mean, day of the week, mate. Why not? We got, <laughs> we got Friday, Saturday, I need Sunday, Monday, you, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. What else are you fucking doing? Nothing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> As long as the DDU stays on the weekend so we can drink, I'm, I'm fucking good with it. Mate, oh. I've been I've been staying up to like midnight making the content at the moment. You've been putting heaps of shit out. I will give you that. I will give you that. And I've been a if... grumpy cunt for it. This yeah. is why YouTubers don't stream. I've been an absolute piece of shit. I think you came into your own on, when was it, Tuesday or Wednesday? I can't remember. All the days have fucking blurred into one because uh, uh, I'm working from home for the most part, so fucking whatever. But um, when, when was it you made the video on um, on stream, like from start to finish, an entire video? <laughs> Um, what video was that? Was that? It was like the one about the teaser trailer, not the actual reveal. Like when we had oh, yeah, fucking yeah, 15 seconds of Sabathun standing in waist deep fucking yep. five piece that's or whatever. That's been the, the most is. highest performing video so far, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You know why? It, it you know was, why? Was your title. It was your title. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I'm not going to give myself credit for that publicly. I will privately, but... <laughs> You know what? Sabathun you know what reborn. it is? Why? People don't like to hear the answers to questions. Nat, there was, there was, you could, you could, it's just complete speculation in every way. There was no, like, yeah. this is actually what's going on. It's like, we've got fuck all to go off. Let's have a guess. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's what the um, carrot egg was about today as well. So we'll see if you'll see. Well, if I, the I haven't caught straight. up on that. I've, I've been kind of like, I heard a little bit talking about it a little bit yesterday, but uh, admittedly, I've I've missed that um, in the in the in the mix of things. So we can we, look. We'll talk about whatever you want today. I don't mind because I mean, here's the good thing now. Like a lot of people said to me yesterday, with you know, like you get you announced and you've been on the DZP full time and all that. Which personally, like those guys, <laughs> you had the DZP. I did say the DCP. Did I? I think it's a D. I think it's a DZP. 
Oh, I mean, maybe that's another podcast you can go on. I'm not sure if anyone's using that acronym or not. But oh, the Dead I mean, Zone podcast. DZP, Matt, Matt's apparently already on Dead Zone. Dead Zone. Dead fucking podcast. <laughs> dead shit podcast. Um, But, like, I, I, I kind of preempted a lot of people going, oh, the, you know, oh, fuck, and expecting it to be, you know, like seen as a negative thing but you know that that podcast back when it was a planet destiny podcast is more or less the reason that we started the ddu so for, yeah. for matt at this point in his, his streaming career to go on and, and be on that fucking show full time and contribute to it i think it's fucking awesome so that and it gives us an excuse to literally do whatever the fuck we want now because <laughs> if it's like if if you're going to write in the comments, oh, you didn't talk about this, I'm just going to hit you with a link of the fucking DCP episode and go on here, Matt, talk about it. It doesn't fucking I matter none to me. <laughs> I did talk about it. He did talk about it. I just didn't want to rerun over the turf. So fucking sweet as fuck. Um, but, yeah. dude, congrats. And, and you know, I love, I love those guys. They're, they're such a good group of people. And, they are. Um, yeah, it's it's... I don't know. I mean, I I watched most of yesterday's episode, but I missed the back end because you know, like work meetings and all that sort of garbage. Look at this. Oh, if you if you're an audio only listener, Danny has just just bought in some sustenance for Matt. What have you got there, boss? What do you got? Oh, he's oh, just dropped cheese it. Cheese toasty. Cheese toasty. You've just, you've just dropped your cheese toasty. All right, you talk for two minutes without me help. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to feel dead air in the in the in the one part of the show where literally it's it's the back and forth, the setting the tone, the how's your week been? It's not even a week. We haven't done one for two weeks because we didn't worry about last week. Because oh really? shit was yeah no we didn't we we went on last week. I had fucking everything going haywire last week, but you know we're back. We survive. Um, and we've got an absolute mountain of destiny stuff to talk through this week. So oh, it's, it's good. true. It's there's just so much, and I think that like this is this is the proof in the pudding of the strength of Matt being on the DCP. Anything we don't want to talk about, we just <laughs> go, don't have to. Don't have to. Already talked about it. I mean, fucking Fran and Teft and Briar and all that. They did, and and Watts, of course, it would cover my opinion. So <laughs> what does it matter? Between the four of them, they're all smarter than me. So what do you need? I'm just here to swear at people. Um, yep, but. The release of the the Witch Queen Vital. Oh, dude, dude. What what were your big takeaways? Did you watch it live? You watch uh, it live? No, you? no, I didn't. I, I kind of went. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to because I'm you know I'm getting hammered at work and I'm a busy boy at the moment. But I I out of nowhere woke up at like four a.m. and was just like, okay, I'm I'm awake. So I decided to watch it then because I'd you know be able to get through it all without the kids annoying me and that. And I was kind of like because I I was catching up. Like I could see the countdown screen thing of like, oh, okay, and then, you know, count, counting down to the reveal. And I started skipping through it. And then I started seeing all of the, you know, like the little artwork. That, well, the artwork, but the, the little um, and the spoken word pieces of, of, you know, people that have been in the community for the entire time, like snaps and all that sort of stuff. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to watch the whole thing and, and just appreciate it for what it is. I wasn't expecting the interview with Jason Jones. That was fucking incredible at the end. Just a little, you know, for a guy that you'd literally never see do anything like that. He's a very private man. Um, I think that's how much this means to to everyone at Bungie. If that he's he's willing to just put himself out there that little bit for um for the sake of this this release. It was, you know, it didn't really touch on anything to do with the Witch Queen or whatever, but oh, it definitely 
<laughs> Matt's got cheese in his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit podcast, honestly. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely um, definitely speaks to the sort of the, the greater philosophy behind Bungie and everything they do. So um, if, you, if you skipped that or didn't watch it or whatever, I'd recommend going back and, and checking it out. It's just him and Luke Smith having a yarn. Clearly two people who got a lot of time and respect for each other, so unreal. Um, all right, so... How old is he? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I don't know, he'd be... But he's pretty young when he started. Yeah, Bungie, I mean, eh? I don't know, probably 50s maybe, I don't know, at a punt. I feel like it's rude to assume someone's age. I'm not sure whether that's a... Yeah, right. But, yeah, maybe. I mean, he was making games when I was in high school, so... I don't know. He's done all right for himself. Good on him, eh? <laughs> that is that's pretty epic, eh? It is, but that. look, I don't know. I mean, he's clearly put a lot of himself into it and has refined the process going forward. Sort of, you know, to, into into where they are now. Um, but yep. where where Bungie is now is is Witch Queen. So we're going to talk about all of that good stuff. Um. But what was your what was your big takeaway? What what is the one thing out of that whole reveal that made you go, oh fuck? Because I know that you and I well, all picked different things. <laughs> well, I, let, I, let's just assume that I went crazy with all, all the law stuff. I was just screaming at my fucking computer the whole time. Yeah. So let's just put let's just give that's a given. Yeah. Legendary campaign. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. I, I saw that you were when when that that popped up. I'm like, fucking hell! Have they is is Matt hey, some kind of case study for this? <laughs> like, have they gone? Hang I'm on. I, like, I'm I'm excited for that. Like, it's not my bag. I know, but it is. It's definitely yours. Coming from the Halo yeah, playthrough, but, but, but of very early yeah, this but year, they, and, it will be your bag if it's a good campaign, though. I think you have to double down on the strength of the campaign if you if you yeah. If you if you're banking on replayability, it's gonna. It has be, to be really good. It's gonna be something. And I, I don't know, and and you know, of all Destiny's strengths, it's never really. It hasn't hit that Halo level of campaign. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Telling. Oh, and look, I think I don't think it's really really tried either. And I know that that you know people will be like, oh, but I think Destiny's always had the like. Destiny's focus has always been what happens after the story, right? Like it's never been the story itself. And that's, you know, as referenced by, you know, like we get some repeatable missions that turn into strikes and we live with them. But beyond that, it's kind of all, you know, the story is, you know, we had, you could replay it and whatever back when we had Red War, but it's not really something that's revisited or a particular strength of the game. And I think that we it's not that. like loved or beloved. Yeah, yeah. There's no story beat that that everyone's like, holy fucking shit. There's maybe a couple um, in through the Red War campaign. You know, like the speaker was a big one where he sort of admitted that more or less he was a fucking charlatan, and you know, like that was a big turn. But you know, you you, you never get the um, the kind of really powerful characters. Like I, you think back to Halo and um, something like Gravemind, such a you know, foreboding and, and frightening character because there's the narrative sort of walks you through the personality of that character. And I think Destiny does miss that a little bit. We, we do get it in terms of the raids and stuff like that. Like we, we've managed to flesh together a pretty 
you know, reasonable impression of someone like Callus, but I really hope that they lean hard as fuck into, you know, this this being a campaign that is about us and about the character that we're facing and that being Sabathon, obviously. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that. I, I think well, I mean, with the Dreaming, uh, not Dreaming, with her throne world, it does give you an excuse to make like a linear campaign within that set. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's the other part of it too is that Destiny's um, campaign has always been built in open world spaces and and things like that. Where you look at you look at Halo, everything's sort of a purpose built mini arena for the content that you are working your way through at that point. Yeah, you know, uh, it wasn't until Reach that it was really sort of like you would be fighting your way through things that would ultimately become, um, you know, p- PvP maps or whatever. So. It's exciting. I, I, you know, obviously there's exceptions to that rule, and I'm speaking in broad brush strokes, but I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I think that just just for them to double down on that, um, for me, speaks sort of volumes about how strong they think it is, and and that gets me fucking pretty excited, if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. Um. Wait. What is it? What did, what did you drop your dax for? <laughs> I don't know, man. It was like. The hits just kept coming. Like it was, it was too many. It was too many hits. Pro- probably, um, yeah. It, it was, it was kind of like I heard Briar say it yesterday. It was like TikTok, like where you couldn't look away because the second you started to look away, there was something else happening that that made you want to look again. Um, obviously, the the thirty is a bungee celebration that comes later in the year is cool, but I the thing that I, I genuinely didn't expect to see is the like hive guardians and the hive ghosts and the like that that is the part of it that i'll say um it was like a an excited what the fuck moment <laughs> for yeah. a, like a like more more so like we're in a weird spot really when you think about it especially going into season of the lost and i've seen this sentiment and heard people speak to this sentiment a lot where we're kind of like the where the story point is it's like you know, Mara's come back and she wants us to help Savathun to then, you know, like ultimately make her less of a big bad because we'll get rid of a worm and she'll be less powerful and then we'll be able to deal with her. But knowing that the Witch Queen comes out and just going, sitting through a fucking hour-long Vidoc or wherever, however long it was, um, we know that that's <laughs> clearly not the way it pans out. So we're working towards our own destruction. It feels pretty pretty weird. But know the ending, yeah, and play yeah. through it, yeah. But I also, I also don't think we do. I think that, that there's a chance here that, like, it seems really obvious that, um, you know, oh, we, we're going we're gonna to help Savathun and then she's going to fuck us over because she's the, 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 the trickery, right? But when you, yeah. when you look into it and you see that the raid itself, it isn't Savathun. It's not like, you know, the big bad of the raid in the Taken King is Oryx and you fight, you know, him in his throne world. That's not that's not what what happens here. You you're fighting on a fucking pyramid ship for the raid that's in her throne world. So you're not I'm assuming fighting her. I I don't know. I, I think I think that the way it's actually pointing now is is made me more interested in it because I'm like, oh, okay, well Sabathun, she's been, you know, she's tricked away into our fucking, you know, the, all the all the stuff with Osiris and whatever. I think we're actually going to see it take a sidestep. I think that we might end up allied with Savathun in a way 
And I think that maybe it's it's like Zivu or Arth or something that we end up actually taking on. I don't know. Maybe we get friendly ghost guardians, even though we see someone smash. Sorry, hive guardians. We smash one of their ghosts. I don't know. But that, that's the thing that I'm excited about is that I, I genuinely got a moment where I'm like, what the fuck? I have no idea what's going on anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. In the a whole, game that I've, I've been playing guard, yeah. for seven years, I'm like, fuck, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> the whole Hive Guardians, Savathun, like I did not see that coming at all. Um, I've got a couple of theories on it, which we can talk about. Um, the Throne World is cool. The aesthetic of that. Um, I think most people incorrectly, like me, just always considered Throne World to be like Taken esque, um, like Marasov's Shattered Throne and the Mindbenders realm and um, all those kind of things. But they're not. And it's cool to have an environment that this massive throne world that has these different like ecosystems in there. And she's yeah. basically got a castle. I think I think you kind of got to look at it as a reflection of the character, right? Like like Oryx is sort of this big regal, I don't know, meat fortress kind of thing, <laughs> for want of a better term. With a meat whole fortress, with a whole wall of dicks that you've got to get past. Like it's a very, um, <laughs> very. A very masculine place, right? If I'm going to project fucking anything onto it, it'd be that. I think yeah. Savathun being, you know, tricky and um, cunning and and all of those things, you know, a, a swamp. I think, I think that that reflects the kind of treacherous place. Stop saying meat fortress. I'm like, if you're in chat, stop saying meat fortress. I already regret saying it. <laughs> So I don't know if you saw my little analysis of the trailer when it comes to the um, the jungle and that, but um, the creative director was talking about how the throne world is created in, in her image of the future that she wanted, and that's why there's a broken pyramid ship, is a rejection of the darkness, and that's why she lives All in right. this. That's why she lives in um, this white castle, and that's why the hive embraced the light there. And so the jungle is the darkness. She lives in a the, white uh, castle. Yeah, like, like she, a light, and a light. And fucking yeah, white. yeah, white castle. Yeah, the hamburger smashing um, sliders. Awesome. Yeah, like a light, a light blessed world. So one of my theories is they're not real ghosts, and it is a construction of her throne world. Because this is the future yeah. she wanted. That makes sense. Where, the, where she sees herself as on the side of of light, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I, guess, the I guess too. I guess that the other side of that too is that that would make sense if we're still helping her in a way, because we know that we go into the that pyramid ship to fight. Maybe it's we need to defeat. Yeah, I don't her know how they're going to tie the pyramid darkness. ship in. I don't know, um, but I mean, I love I love it when we get to these points where we. Just like, what the fuck? No one knows anything. I know it's fodder for you because it's just <laughs> the next six months of just talking about all this stuff and being able to speculate. It's, it's awesome. True. Uh, how about the glaive? How about the, the, the fucking fact that we're going to be able to build our own amazing okay. spear gun sniper sword thing? Surely, surely me, you, the lads, Twitch chat, 
the ladies, we're getting into a private match, everyone's getting their glaives out, and we're oh. doing a fucking old <laughs> old school Maud Howe. How about, how about them boys? It's been too long since I've heard you say, how about them boys? How about them boys? We just you just got to have the, the, the waver in your voice because it... <laughs> yeah. it reminds me of... um. I was trying. I was trying to actually think of the word on. Um, I was thinking of Star Wars, but I was incorrectly thinking of Star Wars. It reminds me of. Uh, oh no, what's the, what's the TV show where they go through the portal? Um, Stargate. S- Stargate. Reminds. You remember the, the 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 zappy zappy spears? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, Stargate spears. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Chew, I mean, chew. obviously, I'm I'm looking at the the um which queen sort of page now just to go through and be reminded of all the awesome stuff that's coming because of, you know, I'm old and I forget things. Uh, it kind of just does look like a, a big sword, right? Like it looks, but we know that there's the component of also crafting your own and, and modifying it. And uh, it'll be very interesting to see how they implement the systems around that because I'd like to think that it's a bit of a dry run for trying this sort of system with other things too. I think that's, that's probably the most important, exciting part of it for me is that maybe we with the glaive yeah yeah so ultimately we you know we build this weapon for ourselves maybe it becomes something that we do in more than just this context i know that destiny is always going to be a game where you go and grind your head away for 400 years to earn loot but actually making some shit sounds pretty cool too a weapon grafting yeah it's gonna be interesting like obviously it looks more complex and an exotic quest where you just get pieces and put it together. It's sort of like as you use it, you become more powerful. And, you know, I showed these screenshots of this, like, fuck knows what it was. It like, looked like you gave your kid a whole bunch of, like, Lego from different <laughs> generations. Random just, bullshit. Go. <laughs> so I slammed it together. It was all, like, different colors and different pieces. And um, it would be interesting to see whether, right, so Bungie probably doesn't want to get rid of, rid of random weapon rolls because that's what keeps people playing, right? Oh, it's an it's a incentive. And they've done that before and then everyone fucking cracked the shits. Um, so I can't imagine weapon crafting is going to remove that system. Like, I don't think you'll be able to craft exactly what you want, God roll-wise. It's going to have to be... I don't know. It's going to be something else. I feel like it's something that they could lean into with exotics. Like more so than just every weapon be that. I feel like um, having an exotic that you can sort of choose to build numerous different ways is cool. I think that would be that would be awesome and, and a way for it to be um, kind of limited in terms of scope too. You know, like maybe it starts out with just the, this glaive and then maybe there's one that that comes on its heels where it's, you know, a gun where you can effectively change out components in it to to suit what you want to do. I think that would be, you know, I've seen kind how are of, they gonna ba- how are they gonna balance this shit I in mean, PvP? How they balance anything in PvP? <laughs> you go and radiant dance machines. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Like, oh. I was gonna say, there's been a, quite a lot of bugs this season, and I and I I'm pretty sure this season was made in COVID. So I'm going to say all, that. I think it all was. I mean, we know that Beyond Light was was made under those circumstances. I mean, now a year down the line, I think um, 
I mean, it's, it's kind of weird in that we've seen probably more bugs this season, but we didn't have like the season launch issues where everyone's stuck in queues and the server capacity crap that we've seen the previous oh, couple really? of seasons. Um, at least not that I've heard of. I mean, you know that Twitter fucking explodes whenever that sort of shit happens. So, I mean, it is a bit weird. There's a few points of jankiness. I mean, the the first, um, what's the the new, the new event called? I just completely slipped my mind. But where you you're going through the the progressive steps of the oh, I just keep like thinking of what the Brian well. calls it anal anal alignment, astral yeah. alignment. Anal alignment. Anyway, we'll, look, I'm the one to argue with Briar. Let's just call it that. So I think I loaded in. I, I think I did it once and then I went to load back in to like have another go at it. And I was just in this space by myself and the bar's at like 80% and there's no enemies. And then another dude spawned in next to me and we were just sort of like milling around going like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? It's 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 pretty rare yeah, that you see too. something something that busted in Destiny. And I'm, I'm sure it's... um. It'll be fixed. There's also one of the triumphs, uh, the weekly, um, what do you, what do you yeah. call them, that's bugged. And I have, you know, I read about it five minutes after I'd fucked myself over and bugged it on myself. So unfortunately, oh, you picked up those things or whatever. Yeah, I picked up the wrong one. There's the one in the mill, uh, in the in the spooky EDZ place, whatever that's called. I can't remember. I'm shocking in terms of remembering names. Shattered from. Realm. Shattered Realm. Um, yeah. The one on the mill was the one that did it to me. So don't pick that up if you. Looking to get it done, um, right? Um, but I think what else? I think oh, I mean, crossplay just came fucking off the top rope. Yeah, look, I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of like user friendliness they could pump into that system in terms of like joinability and stuff across platforms. Dude, and I have all that. no idea what's happening. People just keep sending me friend requests. Oh, I mean, it sucks to be popular, doesn't it? But. Um, <laughs> But I don't need it anymore, right? I think the join code. How do people, can people jo- join from Ekbok using need, join codes? I need codes? to go through it and understand it a bit better. I haven't, I haven't dabbled with it all that much, but the functionality of it, loading into the tower and there being just a well, here's all the different cobbers from different platforms just in have milling around. I love it. I think it's fucking great. I love that's that's probably the coolest thing that has happened in Destiny for me <laughs> in forever. Like just jumping into a tower. And and being genuinely excited that oh fuck, do you reckon we'll see a stadia person in here? Probably not. Being in Australia, <laughs> but stadia have its own symbol, does it? I think so. Yeah, because I mean, you can tell Xbox and PlayStation apart. I don't. Well, we don't know what the stadia symbol is, but like you, I want to I want to see an Australian person catch a stadia user in the in the wild. Because I don't even believe they exist here until someone does. So if you do, fucking screenshot it and send it to me, please. Uh, oh, <laughs> here we have a rare Stadia user. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I look to its credit, it's fucking worked, and I I expected way bigger issues with that than than has than has occurred. You know, like we only really had the one weekend of jump in and play strikes with people cross platform as the trial that was it and then bang now it's in the game and it's there and it's it's working i mean pretty unreal i think it's uh i think it's it's very good but uh, look that um the trials changes the anti-cheat stuff yeah anti-cheat trials yeah well i mean let's let's talk through let's (laughs) jump into that and then we'll end on um Talking a bit of talking a bit of season of the lost story because okay. I think there's, there's some lore in that. 
Um, obviously, Battle Eye came in at launch of uh, Season of the Lost. Um, so we've now, you know, there's a hard and fast anti-cheat in Destiny, which has been sorely needed for, for a long time, as we all know. But um, there's also, on the, on the hot on the heels of it, came the announcement that, um, well, there was a, what, what, what do they call it? Security policies. Um, more or less that they'll be banning people, temporary permanent bans for account recoveries, which I think is so fucking overdue that it's ridiculous, but I'm stoked that it's happening. I know that there's people that, like, make their livelihood off um, fucking doing that sort of shit, and, like, I don't want to see anyone put out of their job effectively, but it has been fucking destroying game modes like Trials almost completely for the better part of a year. Um, but how do they how do they detect that? I don't know, man. <laughs> that's if I knew that, that's a million dollar question. And how hard and fast are they going to go like, and enforcing it? If you used it? a VPN, you could be flagged, right? Surely. Yeah, maybe. But I guess that there's the other side of it is sort of like, you know, it knows what PC it's being played on too. I dare say that there'd be a, comp- a component of Battle Eye that'd be able to probably pick up on a bit more information in this context. Um. And, you know, they give examples of things you can and can't do. And, and really the, the targeted part of it is that they are after people selling account recoveries for money. And, you know, there's, there's full-blown businesses that do this shit. Go on Destiny Tracker and there's fucking ads for it. And there has been for years now. So um, it's just nice to see that they're finally knuckling down on that, um, you know, even though that it's going to mean that some people have to change their approach. I think given the trials changes that we'll talk about in a minute, but... um. I think this lends itself to people like I, I. I know that carries back in the day, right? We used to carries were a little bit maligned in terms of like, oh, you know, service streamer carrying people in trials, whatever. Um, I, I, I'd love for Destiny to go back to that. I'd love for the community to have that. Um, you know, like here's some you have really to play yourself. Yeah, here's some really great players, and they're going to help people get there rather than just like oh, send me your account details or look in fucking do it with you know three absolute monsters and just kick people yeah, in the true. teeth or whatever i think i think that it opens itself up for a very different skill set in that like you can't just be very good at the good game, game. You, you've got to be a bit more switched on socially and all that sort of stuff to be able to like help people through things and i i, I hope that that sees a bit of change because to be honest some of the fucking toxic shit that you see in the pvp community like I mean, it's it's more the side of the community that I sit in than than raids and all that sort of shit. But fuck me, like, and which brings us to trials. <laughs> we can talk about the trials revamp now, I guess. Now that I've started to get slightly angry. Yeah, go get 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 it in, get it in, yeah. <sighs> Look, oh, we didn't talk about the bungee thirty thousand versus doesn't matter. Who cares? Hope we get hope we get fucking Halo. You're gonna get Halo stuff. I don't know. Halo did Fortnite. Remember that kid? Remember remember the soldier in Fortnite? That Halo guy. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is Fortnite. I don't reckon Bungie has <laughs> enough money. His, I'm a man in his mid thirties. If I give a shit about Fortnite, <laughs> like, like imagine how much Fortnite paid for the Halo skin. I honestly, I honestly don't think that if Destiny was to go to like if Bungie was to go to three four three and say, "Hey, we want to do like a celebration thing," I don't think it would come to the point where money changed hands. I think that, that you don't reckon? No, I don't. I honestly don't, unless it needs to I for a it, contractual reason. But I think that, like, both... You born yesterday, cunt? 
Oh, maybe I am. <laughs> like, maybe I'm. <laughs> maybe I'm just too altruistic <laughs> to be like. Surely they wouldn't. There wouldn't be a business reason behind it, which you know there, there is. But um, I, I don't know. I feel like like it is. It'd be a genuine celebration rather than like a bought event. You know, like the spirit of it doesn't seem to be. You know, comparing it. Yeah, to I, I just don't think I've been in Fortnite. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't think spirit exists in like. <laughs> in, biz, in, in business in business like yeah I mean Halo yeah I reckon you'd have to pay for it maybe anyway look we'll never know that's the uncertainty of all this we're never gonna know so I mean it'll be interesting to see what happens with it I'm, I'm looking forward to it as a, as a Halo fanboy as much as a Destiny fanboy I, you know if we could get anything Halo-ish in Destiny Mate, yeah mm- Maybe Mate. that's why the 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 collector's edition is thirty bucks or whatever it is. It's a license fee to get the fucking Halo in there. <laughs> yeah, it's a capped per person. We don't want a, a lump sum. We want a fucking percentage. <laughs> Imagine if Bungie was like, "Guys, we need fucking two point five million quick, quick crowdfund, quick crowdfund Halo. We're opening a opening a fucking Kickstarter." <laughs> I reckon they'd get it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they'll get it. Especially hot on the heels of fucking Halo announcing that there's no co-op at launch. That was a big oof, but we'll talk about that later. All right, Trials. So there is an extensive revamp of Trials, right? There is an extensive... I'll be honest. Yep. I glazed over. I glazed over it in, in um, DCP about this because I was fucking half a cocky tail deep and I hadn't read it. That's okay. So can you ex- can you we explain can it to it me? Now. Do you want? Yeah. I don't. I don't want to go through and read the whole thing, but no, nah, just tell me the main points. The long and the short of it is that it's not the cards have stopped being punitive. I'll read the bullet points. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to find the, the fucking bit where it goes through the actual changes. Um, there are no losses on a card anymore, right? And you just keep playing. What does through. that mean? It means that you just keep playing through till you've got seven wins. So how do you go flawless? You just don't lose and you get to seven wins. Okay, so let's say I win two matches. Yep. And then I lose. Yep. So then I got to win a seven in a row again. No, then you just reset your card and go again. If you're going for flawless. I thought you said, why do you reset if there's no losses on the card? Because you don't have a flawless card. Well, then what's the point of getting rid of losses? Because so people can just go in and farm the thing indefinitely. You don't get to like your three losses and then have to reset irrespective. You're a potato of a man. <laughs> this isn't, get this isn't even the difference. fucking contentious part of this shit. Like this is this is. The- <laughs> I know, but it's like I can't get past it. I can't get past it. Just, just- <laughs> Okay, listen, listen, listen. Currently, you go to Saint 14, you get a card, okay? Mm-hmm. Brand new fucking card. Yeah. If you want to go flawless, you got to have no losses on that card. Yes. Seven wins. If you get a loss, you reset. Yeah, I'll read, I'll read the, the part. Tell me how it functions now. This is, this is the function of the passage, all right? <laughs> Passages no longer track losses. A passage is either flawless or not. 
This allows you to keep playing and earning match and round wins for rewards. Players may continue to reset their passages after a loss, but are no longer forced to do so after three losses total. So, okay. if you kind of go, oh, Why we're at five wins it, anyway, fuck it. This, like, this is not a huge time skip. Everyone's making this sound like a fucking most best things in sliced bread. It, it just, it's just, just means that, like, if you're getting in and you just want to get to the seven wins, right? You don't have to worry about the losses. Like if it, you could, you could spend all night getting your seven wins. You okay, could spend okay, four okay, hours yeah, okay. getting your seven wins, and you get to earn your way through the card and get the loot. You don't get the flawless loot. You just get the seven. Okay, wins. I forgot. I forgot about the wins. The the loot you get on each. But aren't they changing that too? I forgot about that. Okay, that's yeah. Look, the, the reward seen, system. The reward system has changed enough. a little bit, but not overly. Really, what it's done is. Just make it so that people can get in and just chip away at it and you don't need to be, you know, it's not like, oh, okay. the card's fucked because we got a loss after one win or whatever. It's just... Okay, everyone's yelling at me saying, you already done a podcast on this. Yes, but you know when, like, you go to school and teacher says, we're learning this today and you're like, fuck, 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 and you panic and you have no idea what they're talking about but you're too scared to ask any questions? Well, that was yesterday when we got the trials. <laughs> You know, Ben here, Matt's I, more comfortable about being made to feel yeah, stupid. So. Exactly. <laughs> It's not such a big, not such a big deal. Um, yeah, so obviously the, there's changes to the loot structure, but the thing that that's fucking you know every pork chop and his fucking dog's been carrying on about over you know the last few days is um, shrieking about fucking match skill based matchmaking coming into trials and oh I'm in the top one percent, no one to be rewarded better for having to play better players and all of that sort of fucking flog shit, right? The way this system works isn't that, oh, hang on, you're competent, you need to be playing Sweat Lords the whole time. It resets every week. So you only get put against highly skilled players if you continue to like kick the shit out of people for numerous cards on a weekend, right? Right. So, so that whole thing of like, oh, oh I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm right, being so hard done by. Like, the skill base, it, re, it resets your rank like every... Week. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, it's it completely baselines. That's my understanding of it is that it baselines everyone each week, and your basic basically, you are your performance each week determines who you play against. So, your first card, if you are a god, right, your first card, you're, you're, you're probably going to have an easy time. But couple it, couple it with this, right? Everything that has happened in trials, every change has been targeted to make it more fucking accessible so that people that aren't fucking sweat lords that are the entire population of that playlist like up until this season mm-hmm. get back in and play it the only example and reference point i have for this is igneous hammer weekend where i got in and i went fucking flawless and i'm a fucking like i'm average okay so if we compare that and that, that that's what player population does right I don't think that these like the, the real upper fucking echelon of this game understand that they're, they're almost certainly better off in this system. Like they will go in if you put a broader player base in that isn't fucking god tier already, right? Every every man, man and his dog turn up. The likelihood of you turning up and getting through, boom, bang, flawless, almost instantly, easy done. You only go flawless once on each character. So you can go through, knock them out, sweet, and then you can grind. And then you can grind for the fucking like materials that you'll need to be able to get your 
your loot that you can basically target at the end. It is the biggest and fucking stupidest response to anything I've ever seen. And it's all bound in this like, oh, but I'm really good at the game. I deserve better. Just fuck off with that shit. I'm so sick of it. We fucking enable it and it's just garbage. Like this this, this system is, is fucking great. And it's a vast improvement on a game mode that was almost fucking completely dead. It was completely overrun by hackers. So if you're out there actually complaining about this, you've either not read it or you're dumb. And that's it. The end. We'll see what happens in fucking 10 days time when it starts or whenever it is. 12 days time. Fucking good luck. Loggy, pick me up. Oh, I'm a little yeah. hobbitsy right now. You're you well up on your high horse. Pick me up. I'm not, I'm not even on a high <laughs> horse, man. I just I just think that shit like this, like, <laughs> like you, you want the game to be accessible to people, right? Like the, the important <laughs> thing is that fucking yeah, people look, can turn yeah. up irrespective of who they are and get something out of it. Because the more people that play game modes like Trials that live and die by player population, the better it is for fucking everyone. So if, it, if, it, if on fucking Monday night you've been kicking the shit out of people all week and then you get a really hard card and you're only playing other people who've kicked the shit out of people all week, suck it. Who fucking cares? Just go do something else for a night. It's not the end of the fucking world. Your whole identity doesn't hang on this shit. Just, like, go but play, fuck, go do a fucking raid. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just look the whole, I, the whole system. The whole system depends on increasing the player pool. Yeah, because it doesn't work if you don't increase the amount of players in there. So that's what you need. You need. You need. You need. You need to get everyone into trials as many people as possible. Yeah, and because it, it won't work if you don't get that population. So they're making it more accessible, which is good. I think there are criticisms of it like why have trials and comp i honestly I, I think that that I'll, I'll say this i've been a little bit hard on the on the real sweat lord end of the spectrum i think that the evolution of like comp right now doesn't really serve a purpose in in my my opinion i think that like for me it's a place where i go to practice against people that are about my school level, skill level right Right. Um, I think that what this is indicative of is that we don't have any kind of real in-depth rank system. Like, no one should be going into trials looking to fucking look at my EPIN, right? Like, <laughs> there's no there's no metric. You know, someone could go check your destiny tracker and find out how many times you've been flawless, but who, who fucking cares? Like, if we if we if you're serious about um, leaning into the aspects of, you know, being the top 1%, then we, we need an actual ranked playlist in some capacity. I don't know what form that takes. It's not my fucking kettle of fish, but I don't think that that need is serviced by comp at the moment at all. I, I don't even know if you were really good why you would go into comp because, you know, you, you're just going to be playing God-tier players all the time and, and it would be unpleasant, but I don't know. I, I just think that's that, my like, criticism, but but I mean I I because there's more changes, right? We can do matchmaking, solo matchmaking. Yeah, exactly. In labs. So solo matchmaking, uh, I think that's a that's a big one as well. You know, people aren't comfortable, don't have a fire team, um, pre-existing fire team. I think um, 
a, a great way to kind of ease people into it. I mean, it is a it's a pretty rough mode, right? Like it's it's not it's not, not super welcoming. And I think that like doing anything to to get people over the line to just jump in and have a crack, which we saw back in fucking Igneous Hammer Week, right? Of you know when everyone was just playing it. You know, a lot of people were playing it and you know jumping off the fucking edge just to get the completions to try and get a roll on the gun. Yeah, but a true. lot of people who normally wouldn't bother playing trials were in there as well. And it was it was genuinely fun, right? So I think that's the the targeted experience for all of this. I think if it gets anywhere fucking close to it week in, week out, it'll be a roaring success. And I don't necessarily think that anyone loses out. I think much like everything else, it's a fucking enormous knee-jerk reaction to the fact that things might get a little bit difficult maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I don't know. There you go. Well, there's there's some other stuff in there too. Any other big things? Is it like loot? The way the loot drops or something? Yeah, is different? the way the the way the loot pool works differently. But I mean, if you're super into that, go in and go in and look at it. I mean, you yeah, are I'm, you are going to be able to uh, um, use trial at try. Basically, they're they're turning um, Saint fourteen into a vendor more like shacks, right? You know how you you get your thousand fucking engrams off shacks up in the top right hand corner where yeah. you know you rank up. You can use those engrams to then and and in-game currency to then target specific loot. And if you are going to go flawless, oh, right. yeah. you can. If you go flawless, we know that you can target adept weapon drops. We know that they we don't we don't know how expensive they are. They're going to be expensive. You know there'll be in-game currencies involved in in doing that. But I th- like it's a heaps better system. The, the, there's so much more incentive to. Just go in and have a go and keep playing, right? Whether you're getting flawless or not, it's I, I like I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of shits me that it's been <laughs> so ragey about it because I think that they've they've really fucking done good work here. Like I I would not have backed them to to pull this off. I think it'll work. I think it'll actually really be a pretty positive change. But that's just me. <laughs> There you go, mate. There we there go. You go. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm going to give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Oh, Especially look, solo. There's no there's no reason not to now, and that's that's the good thing about it. I mean, you might you jump in on a fucking Friday. You might you might get a few games at the start of your your weekend that that make you feel a little bit bad as the as the more skilled players get through their first card. You might you know you might you might get touched up a bit, but you know if you if you stick at it and there's no no reason to reset your card, you know. If you accept that you're not going to go flawless, there's no reason to reset your card. You just got to keep playing until you get to seven wins and you get yep. all the loot. It's okay. it's a yeah, fucking great. massive change. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy. <laughs> I've been talking too much. Got a dry throat. <laughs> I've been too angry. What's the next? What's next? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we can talk about season season of the lost if you want. Was there anything else? Oh, but are we going to cover oh, the, the, the void, void subclass? The void subclass stuff. I mean, you've already done that one, so you can talk through it if you want. <laughs> I think I've done my dash. I'm still on the trials revamp page. This is like this is an unfair amount of information to dump on, on a lot. people. It's so much. It's a lot. It's I mean, good. I mean, I, I love it, and I love like I don't know. I, I'm fossic over this shit, more or less. It's good fun, um, but. Is it is there is there too long didn't read the void straight to business? Uh there'll be no new subclasses. There'll be no new darkness subclasses with the Witch Queen or through year five. Made a call to refocus the light subclasses. 
Uh, there are no new stasis aspects and fragments arriving along Season of the Lost. Oh, didn't know that. Seven above, we wanted to focus on different initiatives instead of adding more to stasis. Felt the subclass build variety is in a good spot and likely benefit from tuning changes rather than more stuff. Uh, to that end, we prioritize Season of the Lost balance patch, another patch you'll hear about below, debuting the 30th anniversary. Um, where, where's the bullet points? Brave New World. Void. Brave New staring World. Staring at this... Great yeah, iron. Yeah. Just gonna, let's just read the titles of things and jump to conclusions. Like we're staring fucking out, we're staring out into the void. A new shape. Say the key words. Where are the fucking things? Oh, there it is. All right, I found it. All right. I'm so glad well, that you've moved on to a more professional podcast. This is just a joke. Within the void. So the void's getting touched first, right? Within the void, uh, there are three negative stasis effects that you'll be applying to enemies. Yep. Which is interesting because they say negative, but it's really positive for you. So you just got to remember that when you think about this. <laughs> negative for enemies. Yeah, I, mean, okay? I mean, look, like negative, and it's it's always just about context, isn't it? Right. You know, like oh, negative you, for your enemies. If you steal someone's wallet, that's a negative for them, but you got a new wallet. So. Well, that's exactly how void works. So suppression. Here we go. The target is knocked out of any active abilities and can't activate any abilities, including movement modes, as long as suppression persists. Uh, AI can't shoot their weapons. That's void suppression. Suppressing fire. It's kind of, I mean, uh, that, that exists now to an extent. Yeah, with the grenade. Yep. You have suppression grenades, don't you? Yep. So will that knock you out of your super? Yeah. Well, ask, ask Adrian. He's pretty good at it. <laughs> oh, he always does that, eh? <laughs> I am shit. <laughs> Adrian um, is good. Weaken. The target takes increased damage and has their movement slowed. Enemy AI combatants fire the weapons with decreased accuracy. Right, so stormtroopers. Increased damage, movement slide, right. And volatile. Target is uh, afflicted with unstable void energy and they'll explode upon taking additional damage or on death. Not bad. Okay. So you get three negative. So everyone can sort of use these, right? This is a thing, like... One of my concerns was the subclasses might lose some of their identity, but I think it's worth it. I think I think we'll see like them really double down with this, if I'm honest. Yeah, I hope so. Like maybe the individual subclasses might a little bit, like the subclass trees, but I think that like the actual elemental differences will be even more pronounced than they've ever been because they, they're so. clearly driving in a particular way. Anyway. Yeah. And then three positive effects uh, apply to yourself and your allies. Avoid overshield. Protective barrel avoid light with reduces uh, damage taken from combatants. Invisibility. You can go be an invisibility boy now, Loggy. Invisi Titan. Sign yeah, me the fuck up. I've got years oh. of this shit to catch up on. <laughs> you vanish from sight and do not appear on enemy radar. Uh, devour. Become Everyone become devour warlocks. You face on energy. Of your foes, kills restore you up to full health, grant grant energy and extended devour. This is just Easy. such a, it's, it's such exciting shit for like like theory crafting. 
stuff. Like I, I feel like this will it'll it'll explode. It becomes so oh, much yeah. more important. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, does it say how many of each you can have online? You have to pick. Is it going to be no, I just like think that stasis? Basically, it sounds like it'll be broken up by maybe something like aspects or whatever. That these are the effects that each aspect has in different varying degrees or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then there's some changes to the subclasses, I guess, in preparation for this too. Night Stalker, Shadow Shot, Mobius Quiver Super. Now, this is the one where you keep spamming it, right? Now, this is actually, I don't know how I feel about this because uh, maybe chat can correct me, but it was pretty good damage um, for a lot of bosses because once you tag them once, they just keep stacking uh, when you hit them with the, with the quiver. And now it's going to fire, which which I think this is more its intention. It was always meant to be like, you just put these void balls everywhere in the room, but I was I would always use it for for boss damage, especially like doing solo stuff. Um, but now it's going to fire two volleys of three void arrows in a cone. <laughs> so I assume they're just going to spray out, right? And they're going to seek out enemies and spawn void angers. So much more crowd control yep. than I don't think you you won't be able to use it for boss damage anymore. Um, Shadow Shot makes tethered enemies volatile and deals increased damage to tethered targets. Right, They'll, then they're going to explode. It's yep. big crowd control. Yep. One of the main usability pain points of the current iteration is having to press the super input a whole bunch of times to fire each arrow individually. I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't really have an issue with that. <laughs> I mean, look, one man's pain is another man's pleasure. Rage clicking. <laughs> Not necessarily something that I have Which particularly is bothered by it, either. Uh, <laughs> it does take a lot of time. I agree. If you're using it for crowd control, yes, it takes a lot of time, which is dumb. Um, so it's going to fire multiple arrows at once for you. So you're going to fire th two lots of three. Easy peasy. And they track. So fine. It's crowd control. There you go. Uh, Stylus Executioner Aspect for the Night Stalker Hunter. So this is an aspect. Oh, right, for the hunter. Nice. Defeating a weakened, suppressed, or volatile target grants invisibility and true sight. After performing a stylish execution, your next melee attack while invisible weakens enemies. So it's basically playing off like if you kill something that's status affected by void, you then go invisible yeah. and then can further weaken with your next hit while invisible. What That's... the f what the fuck's a stylish execution? I think it's um, defeating a weakened, suppressed, or volatile target while you know, and then oh, so that's the aspect. It's, it's okay, the after performing, oh right, yeah. Okay, after performing a stylish execution, your next melee while invisible weakens enemies. I mean, okay. I, I guess it's time will tell how powerful that is, but if they're leaning into it like that, that it sounds like it's something that you're going to want to be doing, right? Like especially to focus, like maybe a champion or whatever to to get them down. You could, you know, use this. Yeah. Okay. So you you could you could you could kill a an ad. You go invisible and have true sight. You could run up to a champion. You melee them and then they would have a debuff on them. Okay. Nice. Uh, a Twister Middle Tree Night Stalker, current flawless execution perk, 
Uh, I think that's the, is that the large attack? Do a backflip? This aspect lets a hunter specialize in defeating debuffed enemies to keep looping their invisibility. Yeah, it's going to be big for, for GMs and shit then. I feel like it, that that's kind of where that sits. It's not really a PvP thing. This is a, a PvE. Anyway. Right. I don't know. I'm not a hunter. So, I'll, look, I'll read the Titan ones. How about that? This is, this is the part. Yeah, go on. <laughs> this, this, this might affect me. Probably not because I don't play Void, but I'm definitely going to jump in and check it out. All right. So, Sentinel Titan. Overwatch is an aspect, is one of the, the uh, forthcoming aspects. Um, cast a void empowered barricade to grant a void overshield to yourself and nearby alloys. The empowered barricade slowly regenerates the void overshield of allies bunkering behind it. So not only is it a barricade, it's buffing you actively while you are hiding behind it. I think that's pretty nifty. Oh, can you repeat it again? I got distracted by Chad arguing about <laughs> fucking dumbass subclasses or some argue. bullshit. You don't need to be there, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, more or less, it's giving you a barricade that'll give you an overshield while you're standing behind it. Um, we want players to be able to lean into the Sentinel fantasy of being the frontline protector for your team. So Overwatch is a powerful tool for setting up prior to an encounter and providing safe haven for fallback if things get too spicy. So more or less, it's a shield, but it'll it'll do a bit more than what shields currently do. You come back behind so even it. Even a half shield will give you overshield? I'm not sure. I mean, it says barricade doesn't say which size so barricade towering barricade or you know the small one i assume both we'll, we'll see um shield toss a projectile melee this is cool titan projectile melees wow <laughs> hurl your wow. shield towards an enemy the shield can ricochet off enemies and surfaces granting you a small chunk of void overshield for each enemy hit so it's like a captain america ricochet effort that's what you want yep um, we want to give Titans more options when it comes to projectile melees. Shield toss is a great choice for aggressively pushing forward into groups of enemies, softening them up, and giving you extra staying power. So That's nice. there you go. Get in, mix it up, hit them with the shield, and then get in and uh, shotgun the shit out of them, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, oh, with, your, with, your, with your no backup plans on. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, they look cool. I forgot, I forgot how cool do, they yeah, look. Do you? Yeah, I do. I love the look of them. I, mean, they, I they kinda, always love the look of them. They kind of look like floaties at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, they look good. You know what? You'll be able to shotgun the living shit out of people and also won't drown. That's a win. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'm a warlock now, so Mazda did the Void Walker. Pocket Singularity. Projectile. Ma Wait a second. Wait a second. Is the hunter not getting a. I think these are the just hunters. examples. I think these are just examples. I feel like I there's, swear to there's, God, there's way more than this, right? Because yeah, I know. Like, but there's no, the hunters there's no... better have a projectile melee, please, Papa. They've already got them. They got the fucking shurikens. Stop. Not void. There's... Oh, okay. We'll see what happens. Well, I guess they do. Actually, yeah, I guess I do. They got smoke bombs, but that doesn't really count. All right, Dad. Whatever. I guess they do count. But I guess I got smoke bombs. Okay, <laughs> shut up, chat. You know what? what I, you know yeah. what I love most about this podcast what? is what? that we, we, me and you, are both pretty stupid, and we say things <laughs> out loud and then correct ourselves. And we manage to correct ourselves at a rate just quicker than the delay of people typing in chat. <laughs> So, so we've come to the conclusion within ourselves, and then ten people remind us how dumb we are. It's just <laughs> like, ha. Smoke bomb. 
Right. Uh, pocket singularity. Projectile melee. You know what I... I called it. Do you remember me calling this? When I did, when I did Top Train Dawn. And I was like, that is the goal for light subclasses. To have a lot of different tools... Top Dawn has your air mobility. It's got your bloody ranged melee. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, got a lot I, I of like, now, things yeah. to... There's so much versatility in it that it, it, it should be the, the standard, not the exception. Yeah. Anyway, uh, pocket melee. Launch a tracking, unstable ball of void energy that detonates when it's near enemies, pushing targets away from the blast and making them volatile. That means when they take damage, it's going to explode. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like a, means... a, a little mini Nova bomb that makes you, that kind of primes you to be finished off and explode. But it boops you. Yes. It finishes you off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely don't clip that and take that out of context. Uh, design is an anti-dive tool. Way to push enemies out of cover. With careful placement, it's possible, and incredibly satisfying to bop enemies up in the air. And then pop their volatile with a well placed headshot before they hit the ground. Oh, that could be, that could be very rude in PvP if it, if it's like, yep. it's gonna stop people fucking laning depending on the range of it, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> so here's three blokes down the end with their snipers, and they were getting popped up in the air, and you hit one of them and explode, <laughs> drill one of them in the head, they explode and kill all three of them. They're gonna stop doing it. So here's the weird thing is it's tracking. So how would you use it? If someone's already behind cover, how would you use it to bop them out? Just hit the cover. Maybe, yeah. I mean, we'll have to see. Or is it, or is it more like you you throw it and it starts tracking them and as they, as they dip behind, it's going to pop them, them up around. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'll be corner. interesting. It depends how aggressive the tracking is. Like if you chase them around the corner, it's pretty bad. <laughs> 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 uh, child of the old gods cast your rift to summon a sentient black hole what which hovers at, which hovers at your side waiting for a target it will launch itself at enemies and begin siphoning their energy and weakening them refunding their life force back to you it's either grenade and melee energy if you're using healing rift or health if you're using empowering Defeat enemies who are being siphoned by the child will refund some rift energy. What? Um, this is a void arc, buddy. Yeah. So what I'm going to do, this is what the DCP crew recommended, is um, we're just going to collect all the children and we're going to have an arc buddy. Someone's going to put the arc down. So we get arc buddy, we'll put this down, we'll have the void buddy, and then we'll also use no time to explain. We'll get a fucking, uh, fucking time loss buddy coming through time. And then I won't even have to shoot. <laughs> Fucking warlocks, man. Imagine ran in a corner. Void buddy. Arc buddy. No time to explain. <laughs> fucking stasis turret. The fuck? <laughs> Void buddy give you the big suck. Um, I mean, it does speak uh, volumes about warlocks needing to make their own friends. <laughs> Making them out of fucking elements. You know what I will say? You know what I will say? I always think warlock shit has the coolest names. Child of the Old Gods is pretty fucking, like, that's up there for that, right? Titan stuff is always just Overwatch. 
shield toss. What are you doing that? Oh, you toss the shield. <laughs> yeah, it's, so you guys it's, don't it's get like, confused. Yeah. <laughs> but this, the Voidwalker stuff is always so much more verbose and just poetic. <laughs> Child of the old gods, summon a black fucking sentient black hole. What the fuck? Just make shit up. It's good. <laughs> uh, Titans, shield, shield throw good. <laughs> shield toss. <laughs> Punchy, punchy, strong, punchy, punchy, strong arm. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> look. Uh, <laughs> need a pocket thesaurus to use his skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it all gets, uh, it all gets fucking, like, summed down to one word. So that'll be, like, called child or something. <laughs> yeah. Use the child. Use child, uh, put child on, yep. Put child on. <laughs> Spawn your black hole, child. <laughs> Sentient black hole. A child of the old gods is a strong debuff tool that gives void walkers an additional way to lock down an area while sustaining themselves. Nice. Cool. We hope cool. this sparks I mean, curiosity. Have you ever wanted to run Spectral Blades in Vanishing Step, Ward of Dawn, Control Demo, Handheld Nova, and Devour? These are new possibilities. Right. Closer to Witch Queen, we'll be back in a future top to talk about more supers, fragments, and grenades. You'll be mixing and matching. Not bad. Um, uh, I'm, right. I am peaked. If you're uh, if you're rocking on in chat, let us know. Just you, like yeah. I'm not going to read it out, but I want to know if everyone's hyped because I'm hyped. I don't even play Void shit really. So, oh, I thought you were asking if if people have got boners in chat. It's like, look, you can't say that, man. I mean, I can. Has anyone in chat got a boner? Put your hand up. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll do what I want. <laughs> I'll do what I want. Right, that's that done. All right. That's that done. Season of the Lost impressions. We'll just do what this. What a fucking... We'll do this quick. Uh, narrative is kicking it out of the park again. I yep. actually... After coming off Witch Queen, all the Witch Queen announcements, and then jumping straight into Season of the Lost, and then just seeing all the, the crazy story stuff, which was saying a sec... And then, and then, and then it sort of hit me like a brick wall. Like, I've just got to play the game now. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, it was yeah. always, yeah. it was so fun seeing all the stuff and everything new that's coming, and like, and the story was fucking kicking it off. And it's like, ah, shit, just got doing that. Yeah, it, it was kind of like, it was kind of like going. Um, Did have any new toys to play with? You got told about all the new toys. Yeah, it's 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 like. You know, my birthday's in in December, and knowing that I'm going to get something great for Christmas, but it was like one of those combination gifts of like, oh, because my birthday's in December, so you have to wait till Christmas. <laughs> you yeah. get a bit of little little shit now, but you wait for Christmas. You know, so like, yeah, it's it's kind of like you're you're still excited, you still want to get in and check it out, but there's so much like life changing shit that is coming that isn't necessarily there yet like even the trial stuff that's you know we haven't seen that yet i think it'll make a big difference but um I, look i'll say this the narrative stuff and the way that they've honed that that was probably one of the weaker parts of the game in terms of the seasonal structures and all of that over the last couple of years fuck me we're at a good we're in a good spot now oh so like this this it's insane so this continues directly on for last season. Yep. Right? It ends on a cliffhanger last season. We're like, is Osiris evil? Boom. First fucking episode. 
we are made. To, we don't quite see, but we're made to believe that Osiris is Savathun, gets put into a cocoon by Marasov. Mara says, yes, the real Osiris is still alive. I am working with Savathun to get rid of her worm in exchange for Osiris. And on off to the side, Mara's like, and, um, you know, of course I'm doing this because if you get rid of Savathun's worm, she'll become mortal and we can take her out. And then on top of that, they're basically doing this deep dive into the Ascendant Realm and uh, Throne Worlds and actually giving, like, explanation, giving all the sci-fi behind how this shit works, which we yeah, haven't really got like, before. Yeah, that's and like, the ley lines and all of that kind of... Oh, like yeah. most, yeah. Mo yeah. I'm looking forward to, like, a really in-depth video of, of that. So, like, put that one on your list to <laughs> explain all that shit in layman's terms. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, like in that in that context, it, it I, I don't know. I mean, part of me feels like a little bit bummed about it because it was such a massive pinnacle to be on, right? Like this, looking forward to Witch Queen, that the return of a character as massive in the context of Destiny as as Marasov, and in the first mission, her being face to face with the Crow, a, a brother in Risen Guardian form. There is so much shit happened in one cutscene that it's kind of it kind of beggars belief, right? Like there's so many story threads and things that people have been thinking about for so long that all came to a head at once that it's nearly overwhelming. Um, but I'll tell you right now, I'm on board now with the with the weekly stories. I'm actually, you know, I know there's a, there's a whole bunch of people that don't like the weekly drip fed stuff. I'm on board now. I actually. I, I put it in the same boat, and we we'll talk. We talked about this yesterday. The same boat as, you know, a Netflix series that was only coming out once a week. Do you know what was great about that? Is I actually got to. We used to always catch up with my old roommates once a week. Someone would yep. host dinner, and we would sit down and we would watch an episode together. I'm like, fuck, that's good. And then we'd go away and we'd talk about it for the yeah. week, and then we'd come back and we'd yeah. fucking sit down again and we. And we don't even catch up anymore because it just binge everything. As soon as it comes out, oh, it just did 12 episodes of fucking... Yeah, and, and then you whatever. get to the end of it and you're like, oh, how was that? Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, like, there's no, there's no conversation that spawns from it because yeah. you've watched something that's resolved itself, right? Like, like maybe if the, the season ends on a fucking cliffhanger, you can talk about that. But if you're discussing something... And it was like, fuck, back when The Walking Dead started and I used to go to the gym. We used to, like, I used to go to the gym after watching The Walking Dead and talk about it for, like, two hours, right? Just, oh, who do you think, oh, what do you think about that? And all that sort of stuff. I think that, like, this, you, you're 100% correct in terms of, like, this is that. This is this gives you the opportunity. And it also gives you the opportunity to make videos about it every week, wherever we're up to, if something big enough happens. So, in that sense, it's, it's, it's spoon-feeding you to your big fucking well, baby, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the thing is, um, I know, you know, you're sort of half joking, but it is half true in the sense that Bungie is well aware of how content creators operate and they dramatically extend the life of videos by drip feeding it as well. So they don't, they not only extend the life of the player base by sort of making them come back each week, but they tap into the whole side system of, when you do things weekly, content creators get into a routine of making 
weekly videos on everything that's dropping that week and that sort of feeds into itself to increase the population yeah i mean i think it, it doubles excitement. down on a lot of a lot of good stuff i mean it'll be interesting to see how this season pans out because we know that it's going to be a long one right i, I feel like we're probably going to get all of the story beats in much the same time period as um as we did with with splicer right like and then we're going to have a pretty significant sort of lull period at the back end before it ultimately resolves itself. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, it, it does really give you the opportunity to get in and absorb it rather than just blast through it to get it done. And I think that that's, that's probably yeah. the most positive change. Hey, here's a quick question. Where, sh where should I be getting the cool armor? Isn't there some cool armor I should be chasing? I don't know. I mean, you can get the... You know? There's umbrals still work the same, so you can target umbral armor and engrams if you want stuff from the sort of awokeny, reefy looking stuff. Yeah, I need to remind myself what the sets look like. Yeah, oh, seasonal pass ornaments. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Oh, season pass. Oh, yeah, of course they'll be in there. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't yeah, I mean, me. don't mind me. Hey, uh, what about the 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 stasis stuff? What stasis stuff? Oh, the fact that like Stasis armor and Stasis weapons as well. I like Stasis weapons. I think yeah. they're good. I like that hand cannon. I think it's yeah. I think it's good. Um I've seen some pretty horrific clips of people being perpetually frozen. Um I think it's error put one up. <laughs> About like <laughs> more or less saying who thought this was a good idea, but I I feel like if you're not under leveled for stuff. It probably wouldn't quite be so bad, but being frozen by AI does not feel super great. <laughs> Much like um, being frozen by fucking guardians didn't feel great before. So <laughs> I don't know. Hey, here's a here's a story thing for you. What's that? Zebra Wrath, right? We're all focused on Sabathun and that. But Zivu is apparently working on behalf of someone else and seems to be in control of the Taken. Well, that, that was the assumption, right, that she she took that spot in the power vacuum left behind by Oryx. Um, no, that was Savathun that did that. Oh, yeah, no, I mixed them up. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong sister. Yeah. Oops. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, the, the implication, too, is that she's coming after Savathun, right? Like, not necessarily yes. us, but... So is she doing Sammy. the the like the one wanting to be the one ruler of the everything? Well, apparently she's working on behalf of someone. Who who? Like, who? I don't know, Lord, because I'm fucking telling you, Kang. All right, look, I'm gonna open up chat. Uh, uh, <sighs> you can you feel free to make your suggestion of who is who does Zivu Arath work for? <laughs> who does she work for? <laughs> Isn't that awesome powers? Yeah. Who like? does number two work for? Work for. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, like, what's the hierarchy the of things? Could it be Callus? Pyramid? But Callus doesn't feel like the... It doesn't feel like it could be Callus. Callus feels like he's maybe, just run maybe, off. maybe this is leading the pyramid ship. Maybe the nine pyramid ships. Winawa. Darkness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but like, but that that plays into that. Now kind I of can't get out of bed. Who does she work for? <laughs> the worms. 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe the the worms as a collective are kind of like you go and do this, or we'll just eat you. Right? That could that could okay. be a thing. Um, because I mean, clearly, Sabathun's trying to get rid of us. So, mm. I don't know. I, like, it's, there's a lot of questions there, but it does play into the fact that maybe Sabathun ultimately, like, like, what if she's just being honest. I oh, know that that sounds really dumb, but what yeah, if she just genuinely does not. want help? Like, oh, yeah, look, but my yeah, sister she does is want coming help, to bash mean- me up. I just want your fucking help. She is being honest, but she also is going to fuck us over because we know that because we've seen what happens in Witch Queen. We haven't seen what happens in Witch Queen. We know that she wakes we- up. Oh, what? Do you reckon the Hive Guardians that? That face off against the other guardians are gonna have a fucking party, are you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, there could have been like a, it could have been like a fortune cookie. You could have cracked the, the, the ghost to, you know, unravel it to, to read his his fortune. It could be a, just a party or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look at it. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, all right. Well, so the in. other the other thing that we learned, and one final note, and if anyone's got any questions or anything I want us to discuss, just please throw it up in the chat now. Um, the final shape. Oh yeah, I forgot that. The final shape. Um, so we've got quite clearly a Sabathun themed expansion, and then we've got Lightfall that comes after that, which sounds very mm-hmm. ominous. And then yep. the final shape after that. <laughs> Do you think we're gonna get Sabathun and then Zivurath and then someone else, or how do you think that? How do you think it plays out? It'll, it'll be it'll be higher level, like darkness, light kind of stuff. I think final shape is very significant in the law. It basically refers to well, it could be a couple things. Early, early destiny, it referred to the darkness cutting away weakness and whittling the world down to its final perfect shape. That's the approach Oryx took, right? If you're weak, you deserve to die. Yeah, you sword, come from the sword universe. Logic. Sword logic. Yeah, yeah, aspects of that in there, right? And more recent stuff, um, I'm thinking it could be about balance. There's there's, a, there's another one that talks about the final pattern and uh, how the pattern will always prevail and it will, it will produce the final shape. Um, so regardless whether you think it's going to be Balance, like I think you could end on balance because that will end the saga, the light versus dark saga. I think it will, they'll do something to get rid of this idea of good and evil, light and dark, and it's just neutral. And villains can wield darkness and villains can wield the light, just like Sabathun did. Yep. And just like us, we wield light and we wield dark. So it's the final shape is balance. Um, or it'll be like darkness themed, even more so. What what is the darkness though? Like that's the thing. Are they gonna? We're we gonna ultimately end up fighting different units. Like is that is that where we think we'll end up? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have this feeling. Something you know, has I haven't been able to dispel ships. it. I have this Something's feeling. Something's gonna happen in the pyramid ships. I haven't been able to dispel it. Right for since hearing the final shape, and I don't know why, and I don't know what it what makes me think it. You better not say rectangle. No, 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 no. I can't. I can't get Oryx out of my head 
about it for some reason. I, I just feel like like maybe it was just where like all that terminology was so built in. Yeah, sort it was of in the books his, of sorrow. A his lot. backstory in the books of sorrow, right? Yeah, that I can't like. I feel like maybe that that's where where my mind goes to anyway. I'm not saying that like Daddy Oryx is coming back, but I'll tell you what. It wouldn't be a bad way to to send off the entire thing with probably its most gripping villain, and <laughs> we've got a fucking he's resurrected by the darkness, and we've got to beat him with something. I don't so, know. interestingly, oh, I've had a stroke. Um, well, they've said that the game keeps going after this. Yeah. So, I think what this does is opens up other narrative threads which are no longer bad guy comes to steal light or bad guy wielding darkness opposes light or it just becomes a game about stories and the universe is set and we all have light and darkness powers and in that context they can say they can say whatever story they want in that context it is a very star wars kind of narrative right like the the light and the dark, mm. the Jedi and the Sith, the like, whatever, and the core sort of story of Star Wars always centers around that in one way or another. Some of my favorite Star Wars stuff exists outside of that almost entirely, right? Yeah, like, like all the side the plots. Movie. Yeah. So in that sense, I'm hell excited about it. Like, <laughs> really, I, I for me, I, I can't. I mean, obviously, it depends on where it ends. Like, how do you end this and then move forward, right? Like, oh, it's gonna be a just, good just, fucking ending. Just with the acceptance that, like, oh well, <laughs> turns out, turns out the little girl off the old El Paso ad was right, and we fucking can just have both. Whoops, <laughs> like light and dark. Let's just let's get on. The only um, the only end I will accept is if the Exo Stranger comes out and says, "I've got no time to explain." <laughs> And then it just fades to black and credits roll. <laughs> just an absolute fucking brain shot. <laughs> nah, what like what what needs to happen is we need to fight fucking, I don't know, darkness reborn Oryx, right? And we defeat him in the fucking where in his throne vex world or <laughs> something. Mm-hmm. And then we sit down and and Elsie Bray says, I have time to explain. And we sit down at a table and then it ends. <laughs> we never get the explanation. Our character does off screen. <laughs> Just blue balls on the story after seven years. <laughs> I thought that, that okay. dark had like fucking resolved itself anyway. All right. What do we got in chat? Anything good? Carrying on? I've been reading. Chat never has anything good, mate. This is our chat, Matt, not your chat. There's a lot of familiar names in there, but I'll urge you to treat them with some modicum of respect and not just scream at them like you do on your own stream. <laughs> okay, then. Let's see if they can bring someone up then. All right. If you've got a good question, repost it right now because I'm not scrolling up. The only way to top that off would be with the Grimoire card acquired pop up at the bottom of the screen and... <laughs> <laughs> the ending is in the card. Just <laughs> bring it straight back to you've got to go onto the mobile phone app to read the actual yeah. final. Phone. You've got to actually go 
to Ishtar Collective <laughs> to read it. <laughs> uh, all right. What's that one? Do you think the drip feed will last us until Witch Queen or will we have breaks throughout throughout for seasonal events? I think there'll definitely be seasonal events. I mean, we've got the, the bungee anniversary. We're going to have the dawning. We're going to have um, Halloween Festival of the Lost. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't... I mean, we know we're going to have that because we've got to get dinosaur armor then. I mean, if, if, right? I forgot about dino armor. I never forget about dinosaur armor. I go to bed every night and I think another day off the list. Dinosaur armor, it's coming soon. Dinosaur armor, not here yet. <laughs> no, it's one, one down, however many to go. One day um, closer. So I think there'll definitely be seasonal like events and, and whatnot, but I do think we're going to hit a point where it's kind of like, well, you know, we all know that, that Witch Queen was delayed uh, and we're, we're just going to feel that. You know, we're, gonna, we're all going to get a pretty good chance to, at the end of this season, go away and freshen up for a bit and come back and, Hit it hard when it when it actually drops. Yeah. Maddie, here, Project Jack. This is actually a good one. Maddie, what's been your favorite law book of this year so far? I don't know. I was like, fuck, I'm frantically <laughs> trying to look. Um one of, one of the ones I did enjoy. I don't know, I can't remember what book it's from, but Shax is talking about the people he murdered. I thought that was great. He was talking about it with um with Mithrax, was and that they were sort of ex that noise. No, no, no. Was that a gun? Is it stochastic variable that that's that's on? Oh wait, no. Yeah, it was Survivor's Epitaph, I think oh, actually. Right, yeah, yeah and um, they're exchanging war stories, and Shax like admits to how many people he's killed, and just like as a warlord, just obliterating these people that stole bread. And he's like, yeah, just vaporize them, basically, and uh, different times. And uh, they sort Shaxi, of bond yeah. over the things they did during war, I guess, and uh, reflect on it. And uh, it was a nice moment to recognize that the fallen are just doing what they did to survive, and we're no better than them. There you go. Shaxi just vaporizing people who were hanging for a loaf. That's yep. no good. Yep. Um, I reckon, and this will probably shit you off because I know that it was an annoying book for you to do with <laughs> The Dark Future. <laughs> the Dark Future book for mine was like, because it gave me that sense of like, you know when they always do that shit in comics where it's like, guess what? <laughs> we're 30 years in the future and everything's fucked. <laughs> like... <laughs> It gave me that vibe, and that's probably my favorite thing about it, where you know what you're reading isn't necessarily based in any kind of reality, but it's interesting nonetheless, and there's no consequences for hey, it. Hey, you know what we haven't talked about? What's that? The Ahamkara egg. Maybe we do that next week, because that's like, I don't know, how much is there? How much is there to talk about, right? It's, it's not egg. much. All right, let's do it. All right, and then we'll close out on that, because this has been a, a fucking bumper episode of the DDU. Right, so the egg, right? You remember how he destroyed the eggs back in Forsaken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we get the exotic bow from Sior Aido, former lover of Mara, has a statue in her throne world. Uh, never found out her killer. I made a video back in 2018. Do you know who I speculated killed Shor Aido? 
Aldrin. Seventeen. Oh, I don't know. I just had a complete punt. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Sabathin. Why? Right. Why? Um, because her body was found with a strange coin on it. And strange coins, you would think the nine. And we know that Mara was working with the nine in her throne world in preparation for Sabathun. Like, why why would they why would the murderer of Sir Ido put their calling card on the body when they need to work with Mara to take out Savathun. So and really, she was the, the, and she was taken out in like when you do the quest, I think you take out Taken and they're called like Shaw's enemies or something like that. And uh Right. Savathun was in control of them at that time. Okay. Okay. I mean, it checks out. It's not, not. It's a bit of an obvious ruse, though. It's just, oh, how am I going to throw him off the trail? I don't know. I'll chuck a, a strange coin. Strange coin on him. That'll fucking. I <laughs> will get him. That's a cat amongst the pigeons, well, isn't it? Well, it does. It does lead into. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how Zer gets his hunch. Because they go for revenge and they track down Zer and this whack this him lady in the, just smashes. Whack yeah, him in the smashes back. His, yeah, smashes the shit out of him with a hammer. And he gets a hunch. <laughs> I genuinely did not know that. And that's probably now my favorite part of Destiny Lore. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely oh, breaks his back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go um, and visit Zur, Zur as a fucking hammer titan just to watch him cow. <laughs> Please don't get me, sir. Um, so, this egg. So What's the deal with it? So like, Right, so the fourteenth wish brought back the eggs in the last raid, right? And then we went and destroyed them with the exotic bow, mm -hmm. effectively killing any chance of getting another Armkara. Obviously, Mara has an egg still, so we wished it back with the Wall of Wishes, potentially wished the Armkara out of extinction back with a whole bunch of eggs, killed all the eggs with the fucking bow, except for one that Mara had kept secret. And now it showed up. Riven was taken by Savathun, but we cleansed her at the end of the raid. Yep. And the Tekkians are still in charge of that. So you have a whole bunch of different options, essentially, of... Mara has an egg. Can she use that egg to make a wish? Or will we get another Ahamkara? Two, Riven. There's nothing stopping Mara probably making more wishes using Riven now that she's been cleansed of the of being taken. And now that we've killed Coria Blade Transform, we should see some changes in the curse in the so, city, right? So now, now she's outside that loop. Because that was part of the issue, right? That Riven was caught in that loop as, along with everything else. Mm, I can't remember if the loop applied to Riven as well. Okay. It applied to the Shattered Throne. Yep. Uh, Darling Curry got reset each week. And my theory is that wouldn't it be classic Ahamkara, whether Mara makes a wish? Because Mara's getting asked to get the Tekkins, right? Yep. To help her save the Tekkins. Yep. And she says the reason Mara's doing this is to save Osiris. 
Does Mara really give a fuck about Azaris? Does Mara really give a fuck about anyone? No, she like, doesn't. I mean, we've we've seen that. Like, she kind of maybe offers that a like reincarnated brother-in-law can hang around a bit and she'll show him around. <laughs> like, uh, so the Techians made the Wall of Wishes the first device to communicate with Ahamkara. So I'm thinking. We've got this egg. We've got a potential another ribbon. Maybe she needs the Tekkians to come back to maybe modify the Wall of Wishes because remember the whole point of getting the Tekkians is to free Savathun of her worm. But we don't know how they're going to do that. The wish it out. What if, yeah, what if she needs the Tekkians to modify the Wall of Wishes to wish it out of her? And that would be the perfect opportunity for Ahamkara to pervert the bargain and go, yes, I'll get rid of the worm. And the way that we get rid of the worm is we give Savathun the light. Bum, bum, bum. Enter Witch Queen. Fuck. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, there's there's got to be a cost for every, like, that's that's the thing. With, with Not bad, eh? Hey? No, Not I, bad, little theory. It's pretty, it's Not pretty, bad. pretty compelling, Maddie. <laughs> Not bad at all. You're actually, you're actually going all right in this stuff. Good on you. <laughs> You should make a YouTube channel. You should make a YouTube. I don't think people would really turn up for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's time for us to uh, fuck off. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry and tired. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch a footy. All right. <laughs> um. All right. Thanks everyone for coming. Uh, I don't know where will the where will the law we'd still doing where will the law find people? Like, nah. Kind of thing. We, oh, you catch we, me catch me outside on DZP. <laughs> You're a fuckwit. All right. <laughs> See you next week. Where's the bye bye? Oh my god. What? Uh, anyway, I'm, I've lost my my fucking end button. There we go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>